0: You're listening to the Meaningful Minutes with Nikki Olson Podcast. This is a show for busy Latter-day Saint women who want to learn simple tools to feel confident and inspired in 10 minutes or less. Welcome. On this episode, we will discuss using the power of the Atonement of Christ to act on revelation you receive. When you receive revelation to do something, do you immediately feel fear, inadequacies, and self-doubt? Do you have thoughts like, I don't know how to do that, or I'm not good at doing that, or what if I mess up? Then do those thoughts keep you from acting on that revelation that you received? Did you know that you're actually supposed to feel that way? Yep, because you're not meant to act on revelation alone. You are meant to act on revelation with Christ, using his enabling power of the atonement. Revelation helps you strengthen your ability to act Through the power of Christ and to access strength beyond your own natural abilities. Revelation, according to the Bible Dictionary, is daily guidance along true paths and leads the faithful soul to complete and eternal salvation in the celestial kingdom. Revelation is needed and necessary to our eternal salvation. And the atonement is strong enough to help you overcome your inadequacies, self-doubt, and fear so that you can act on that revelation to achieve complete and eternal salvation. But one problem that I see is that women doubt themselves when they receive that revelation. They doubt they even know how to apply the atonement daily to receive and act on revelation. I believe that this comes from not just understanding what the atonement is, but what it can really do for you. The atonement of Christ is not just a redemptive power, meaning a power to overcome sin. Christ's atonement can help you feel healed, nourished, loved, enabled, strengthened, and made whole or redeemed. Carolyn J. Rasmussen kind of sums up This like this concept in her quote. She said, the belief that through our own sheer grit, willpower, and discipline, we can manage just about anything seems pretty widespread these days. This simply is not true. Heavenly Father and the Savior can inspire, comfort, and strengthen us in our time of need if we remember to cast our burdens at their feet. But what does that even look like, to remember to cast our burdens at their feet? One misconception of that is to wait. Wait for them to do something for us, and then we act. Waiting in this way often leaves us feeling alone, abandoned, and confused. Because we're not truly accessing their power at that moment. We are waiting for them to intercede in our agency, and they simply can't do that. We must first act so that they can give us their power. The word cast is a verb here. We must do something. But what is that? What does that look like to act to access power? I'm going to break it down using a quote from President Nelson to help us understand this concept. Okay. So the first part of the quote that president Nelson said is God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son to help us. And his son, Jesus Christ gave his life for us all so that we could have access to godly power, power sufficient to deal with burdens, obstacles, and temptations of our day. The more we know about the Savior's ministry and mission, the more we understand this doctrine and what he did for us. The more we know that he can provide the power that we need in our lives. Okay, let's stop there for a minute. So he is telling us Christ has the power sufficient to overcome any obstacle we can throw at him when we receive revelation. When we are asked to do something that we don't feel qualified to do, or when we receive revelation to do something out of our comfort zone, or when we receive revelation and are already overwhelmed with what's on our plate, he has the power to help us overcome those obstacles. He is also saying that the more that we know about the atonement of Christ, the more power we can receive in our lives. Christ's atonement is multifaceted. That means that Christ did not only atone for our sins, he atoned for our burdens we have to bear in this world, for our physical ailments that come by living in a fallen world, for the grief, sadness, and anger that occurs when we use our agency, when others use their agency to hurt us. This is called the enabling power of Christ. He enables us to live in a fallen world and still accomplish God's will. In this case, act on revelation when we feel inadequate, fearful, or unsure. Okay, so he goes on to say, It is mentally rigorous to strive to look unto him in every thought. But when we do, our doubts and fears flee. Faith that motivates us to action gives us more access to his power. That is like my new favorite quote. I put it on my screensaver because it's so good. There is so much packed into that. So let's break it down. He says the first step is to look into look to Christ when we have these thoughts. Okay? These thoughts of inadequacies. Sorry, my heater turned on. <laughs> so, we that faith to look at Christ it's almost like Moses, who was instructed to put a um, to put a serpent on a brass pole and had people look at it to be saved, right? That faith that people had in Christ moved them to action, to simply look. The power of Christ was accessed for them. If it is your faith that will help you take that first step of action and then receive Christ's power. Think about it. When Nephi was commanded to build a ship, he had no shipbuilding experience, right? They didn't, I don't think, live anywhere near water where they would be building ships on a regular basis, right? He must have felt pretty inadequate, fearful, and unsure of what to do next. He received the revelation that he knew he needed to act on. But how? How could he do that? He literally didn't know how to build a ship. Do you think he waited until he felt comfortable? Do you think, did he wait around until he received ship building instructions to start? Did he let his fears overtake him and second guess his prompting to build a ship? Nope. He started with what he knew how to do. Build tools. In verse 8 of chapter 17, Nephi is commanded to build a ship. And in verse 9, he immediately gets started on asking for ore to build tools. Nephi was acquainted with building tools. He knew that he needed ore to make his tools. He didn't wait for the blueprints to build the ship. He acted on what he knew, and the revelation to build a ship came line upon line. The point? Learn to take one step of faith so the Lord can help you. Act on what you do know, and that will open the windows of heaven to power and knowledge beyond your own. Make the effort, and he makes up the difference. Mosiah 24, 14 says, and I will ease the burdens which which are upon your shoulders, that even you cannot uh, feel them upon your back. Allow God to help you with your burdens by turning to him regularly and seeking his enabling power. President Nelson goes on to say, "Of course our ultimate secu- ultimate security comes as we yoke ourselves to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. Life without God is a life filled with fear. Life with God is a life filled with peace. This is because spiritual blessings come to faithful, come to the faithful. Receiving personal revelation is one of those greatest blessings. Yoking yourself to the Savior is acting on what you do know, having faith that he will give you the next step after you act. You must also be aware of your thoughts about yourself, like self-doubt, inadequacies, and fears that are keeping you from acting on the revelation that you're receiving. Those thoughts will keep you from yoking yourself to Christ. Removing thoughts of self-doubt and inadequacy is one of the skills that I'm teaching you in my Removing Roadblocks to Revelation group coaching program. Learning these skills can help you access the strengthening power of Christ's atonement and act on revelation you are given. There is only one more week to join us, so be sure to click on the link in my show notes and register today or hop on over to my website and you can register there as well. I hope these minutes you spent with me were meaningful, helped you feel inspired, and more confident. Check out my show notes for links to my website, social media, and free handouts for remembering how to implement the skills. I know there are other women that could use this information. Leaving a review is a great way for other women to hear this message. If you'd like more daily inspiration and guidance, please come find me on Instagram at Nikki Olson Coaching. If you share this episode, please tag me. I love to connect with my listeners. Thank you for listening to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson.